A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Today, I'm joined by a gentleman from Mumbai in India by the name of Ravi Nair. Ravi, a very, very warm welcome to you, sir. Hi, Paul. Thanks for getting me on this podcast. It's a pleasure talking to you. And today, listeners, what Ravi and I, we've had quite a few in-depth conversations, and that's putting it mildly uh, off air. And, you know, we've really clicked. And we share a lot of common views around life and, and one of those common views is around the subject of beliefs so we thought listeners it would be great to talk about you are what you believe so on that title Rabbi, where do we even start with beliefs because it's such an influential aspect of our life isn't it right absolutely and uh, i would say i would uh, actually start talking about why beliefs are so important And uh, to do that, I would rather ask you a question, Paul. And that is, uh, what is your religion, Paul? What is my religion? That's a great question. Um, I have a piece of paper from a child that says I am a Christian. Do I embrace that label? Me personally, um, I adopt a lot of, I like to think within my heart, I have a lot of um, goodness. Perfect. Um, but we're talking about labels there. So it's a, it's a good dive in straight away. Right. So what I wanted to bring across was, you always say whatever you believe in. Hmm. So whatever you believe in always comes out in, in, in the way of words. Okay. Now let me ask you next question. As a Christian, what do you do? Like, do you go to the church or like, you know, do you offer prayer somewhere else? What do you do as a Christian? What does I do? Oh, well, this is this is easy because I did. Although I said I've got a piece of paper that says, you know, I was baptized, um, you know, a, a certain from a Protestant background, X, Y, and Z. I, that doesn't mean I I subscribe to it. That was something that was given to me as a child. Um, so what do I do now? I practice goodness of the heart. That's my religion. Right, and so so what where I'm leading to, Paul is. Uh, as a human being, we always have a belief and whatever you believe, we start speaking about it and mm-hmm. whatever we start speaking, it gets into action. So, for example, if I give you my example, uh, I'm a Hindu uh, by birth. So as a Hindu, uh, I go to the temple. Right. So my uh, uh, my belief that I'm a Hindu gives me uh, it comes out in my words that gives me action that I go to the temple. And now if you ask me, uh, how often do I do that? Um, maybe I pray every day, okay, and I go to the temples occasionally. So now your habits start, uh, your your actions start becoming your habits, right? So like whatever you do as a Christian on a daily basis, slowly slowly that becomes a habit. So if you wish well for everybody, okay, uh, as a Christian, if you wish well for everybody, now that has become a habit for you, and that's probably the reason you have world game changes today, right? Now your habits start becoming your values. And your values start becoming your destiny. And that is the reason beliefs are so important because 
beliefs have a direct impact on your destiny so you can actually create your destiny depending on the belief you have which means you can also make or break and that is exactly beliefs are that is why beliefs are so important paul yeah um just listening with interest on that um that framework that you've alluded to i say ah it was uh, this is an interesting one listeners because i can remember uh, researching this oh i don't know maybe about three or four years ago and you know the source of its origin and there was a great consistency towards it originating from gandhi um but there was a little bit of a question mark and it actually then attributed it maybe uh, what was it beliefs uh, influence our thoughts our thoughts uh, our words our actions and as you say ultimately and there's bits like values in between feelings in between but what was interesting for me uh, depending what we want to believe um was it even went back two and a half thousand years ago to to Taoism maybe and then through to um Gandhi and then even as relatively recently as the 1980s with Margaret Thatcher I thought wow you can get two and a half thousand years there mm. who does this saying belong to and depending what you choose to believe some people might think it was Margaret Thatcher in more recent times I just I just throw that in as a little humorous one. Right. In fact I say you know uh Paul if you have some thought again and again and again it won't take long before that becomes a belief for you. Right? And the biggest uh thing about belief is it manifests both at a conscious as well as at a subconscious level. So many times we get lot of beliefs which we aren't even aware of. Like I'll give an example I was coaching somebody uh, some time back and his parents said that Ravi my son is an introvert so we wanted to just coach him and this guy was uh, already into college so I just chatting with him and this lovely thing came up I said when did you first hear the word introvert I asked him so he said I don't remember I said just think think through you might get it and guess what he said he said many years back he remembers that as a small child maybe 8 9 years old he was sitting in his house doing his homework and there was some guest who came home and they were talking to his parents a casual chat and while talking his parents he overheard his parents saying telling the guest that you know what i'm very concerned that my son is an introvert he's so shy and i really don't know what he'll do in life now sitting there the child they thought the child is not listening to this but the child got programmed his subconscious mind got programmed that oh my parents are saying that uh i am an introvert that means i am an introvert right and that day he uh, started living his life with the belief that he really can't do anything in life if he doesn't shift and work hard to become an extrovert and there a real struggle started in his life and that word introvert became a self limiting belief for him mm. so that is the challenge with beliefs uh, that uh, it just happened at a subconscious level most of the times and we don't even realize that yeah and the other problem which i uh, see when i coach people is um, there is a lot of difficulty in giving up belief like you like you would uh, wonder paul when we know that it is a self limiting belief why would you not want to give it up right i mean why would you want to hold on to it so many a times your beliefs are connected to your identity and the fear is if i let go of this belief it will impact my identity so for example 
suppose uh, somebody has a very rude and abusive behavior okay and that behavior has helped him become successful in life so maybe he's become a boss but he's become an arrogant boss right he's been going around throwing his weight now in his mind somewhere he he believes that this behavior gives me success and uh, whatever position he has got in life now if somebody counsels him and tells him ki boss i think you should give up this behavior i mean you should not be so rude to people the problem is if he gives up that behavior the uh, belief then he lose that identity of a successful man right so many a times people are not able to give up any negative beliefs purely because uh, it is connected to their identity and th- that's that's one of the reason and uh, another reason which i'd like to bring out paul here is uh, there is a, always a hidden fear under every belief now uh, i am i'm I'm, uh, i'm so glad that lot of listeners will be listening to this so uh, i would like to bring this up for all of them like for example let me give one standard statement a belief statement that is you can you you must have heard many people telling you paul that i am good at one to one communication okay now there is a hidden fear below that that hidden fear is i am scared of public speaking so the statement which is making that i am good at one to one communication is actually coming from a hidden fear that uh, fear of public speaking another statement which you uh, normally hear a lot of time is uh, i am good at handling small teams but actually the underlying fear is to meet large number of people right uh, then sometimes you hear people saying i am not destined to be rich i don't know i mean i don't think i can ever be rich in my life but actually behind that there is a belief that if i take a risk i'll fail and that is why these statements come out yeah and so till that time uh, he is not able to overcome that fear he will not be able to uh, give away his uh, self limiting belief and that is why so many people get stuck with uh, self limiting beliefs but that is a good news anyway paul you saying something yeah um i the i mean for me that brings in the questions of uh, of values of you, you know the, these conflicting values that we can have um, as well but before we go into that or even maybe go into that is one of the influence a gentleman called Jim Brett who's who's had an influence in my journey he taught me something um a few years ago and it was this all beliefs are false all beliefs are false listeners you've heard me say this many times before and that usually creates quite a, an initial reaction from people hearing it for the first time well that can't be right because i am male i am of a certain you know identity whatever yeah. you know i am male i am 30 i am i don't know english uh, i am married i am a father you know identity identity but whilst those on a micro level might be statements that are to a, and i use this word lightly true in terms of a belief beliefs are something that we create to serve us at any given moment in time with jim's rationale so all beliefs are false it is something that we have decided is true at this moment in time any thoughts on that ravi yeah in fact uh, if you see most of the beliefs which come in are based on lim- ac- limited access to the information you have so any time you uh, something happens in front of you 
and you start believing it we have to understand that the you have very limited access to information and based on that you are forming a belief now that is the first thing to understand so the if if you if you if you realize that fact that you have access to limited information so what will happen is you will seek more information and you will not get stuck to that belief right and when you access more information you probably realize over a period of time uh, that oh actually what i believed was wrong like it could be also about uh, uh, judgment uh, judging somebody like you know you meet somebody for the first time and he probably spoke in a certain way and you started believing oh he is not a good guy right now on that given day you don't know what kind of problem that man was going through what is what was the situation he was going through but you judge based on that half an hour or one hour interaction which you had with that person so if you believe that fact uh, if you uh, if you become aware of the fact that you are judging people or your belief is being formed based on limited information you will try to access more information and that will probably help you out and the reason we got to be very careful about this is because your belief has a direct impact on your emotions that is the problem so an emotions put you into motion so if you end up getting any wrong belief self limiting belief like suppose somebody says oh i am not good at business suppose he believes that for some reason okay maybe he did business for once and he failed or somebody told him like you know you are not good at business or whatever it is now that particular statement that belief which he has carries a certain emotion now that that emotion is absolutely negative in this case the statement is negative so the emotion is definitely going to be negative and that emotion is going to stop him from taking any action because all your actions come from emotion certain emotion good bad positive negative whatever it is so that is the problem with beliefs so if you if you if something is stopping in life i always tell people just peek inside deep within and ask what is that belief you have about that particular thing which is stopping you and you'll get the answer then all you need to do is explore a bit further in fact uh, uh, i'm just going to uh, uh, that brings us to a very interesting topic that how do you identify self limiting belief i think that would be interesting for people to know that how do we identify our self limiting beliefs and the good news is you can recognize your self limiting beliefs right from the words you choose how interesting is that paul <laughs> mm. i'm going to give you certain words uh, right now which is going to tell you uh, how to identify your beliefs and uh, i'll give you the first one so whenever we use the words and if the listeners are listening uh, whenever you listen i'll request you to take a paper and pen and write down this five uh, statement which i'm going to tell you it is really help you so whenever you use a words i do or i don't it is a belief in regards to how we define our capability so for example if a person makes a statement that i do believe that i can be rich this statement talks about his belief in regards to his capability to become rich or the person might say i don't think i can make this relationship work again this is a classic example where the person is talking about his incapability to make a relationship work so if you see carefully both these statements defines the person's belief in regards to his capability so watch always watch out for the words i do and i don't so anything we use after this word is a belief is coming from beliefs and we got to evaluate that uh, whenever we use that word 
the second word which uh, comes to my mind is um, i can't now this is a limiting belief about how we see ourselves it is a belief about self image so when a person says i can't control my anger that means he views himself as a angry person that is the self image he has about himself and that is why he is making that statement i can't control my anger it means he is helpless when he gets angry now suppose uh, another statement we can look at is uh, i can't give up smoking or any addiction for that matter then he sees himself as a person who does not have will power so that is a self image he has about himself that i don't have the will i am not a man who has a will power to give up smoking uh, or if somebody says uh, i can't get this job done he indirectly believes that he is incompetent to do the job that is his belief about himself so when you dealing with somebody who makes that statement that uh, i can't get this job done you have to immediately catch that person saying that he actually means he believes that he is incompetent so either you uh, when you counsel him or counsel our, when you are working on ourselves we just need to ask ourselves what do i need to learn extra to become competent simple but because that is the only way to break that belief so this statement after the words i can't actually highlights a shortcoming in the person making the statement so uh, i'll request all the listeners to please take a note of the words you use after the words i can't and you see that there is some form of belief system which uh, you have about yourself so uh, i i think i'll go to the third word paul uh, it just came up uh, right i'll just finish the five words then we can just discuss it further right paul yeah okay that's fine yeah okay so and then i'll uh, the third word which is also equally important is uh, i should or i shouldn't now the statement we make after these two words are limiting beliefs arising from shame and judgment or it is more about our obligations so when a person says i think i should quit my job like suppose you make this statement i think i should quit my job so you will see that this statement comes based on a judgment about some situation there is some situation which has happened in his office because of which it could be an argument or a fight with his boss or something like that and based on that is making a statement that i think i should quit my job so it's a judgment which is coming out of a situation so that is his belief now right that i i don't i don't fit into this organization anymore so these are tips to uh, even when somebody in your life talks makes a statement you can catch that person there and then and just sort it out or someone might say uh, my son should marry a catholic girl or a hindu girl or a muslim girl whatever so when the word should that comes there is an belief behind it so in this case uh, if the man makes a statement that my son or daughter should marry a particular religion or whatever there is a possible chance of disgrace to the person if they do it do it that way that means that is a belief that my son or daughter should actually marry in that particular caste only that is the reason he uses the word should so you can actually catch a lot of uh, the beliefs right from the word uh, the people use uh, another word which is very common we all know uh, paul is i am i am not right so any words which you use after the word i am or i am not is talking about someone's belief so for example if someone says 
I am so unlucky in life. That means he perceives himself as someone who is never lucky. Right? And uh, like you see many women making casual statements like uh, I am depressed. I am not made for relationships. So that is a belief behind this word, behind the word I am. And that gives him certain emotion and that gives him certain action. So if somebody is making a statement that I am not made for relationship, uh, that means he has a belief that he cannot do good when it comes to relationship. So that is giving a certain emotion of sadness or hopelessness actually. There's no hope at all. Which means he's not going to take any action to get into any relationship or make any relationship work. Because belief has a direct impact on your action and results. And uh, maybe the fifth one, I think this is this is like uh, I would say uh, I would uh, the one of the most important because this this plays uh, havoc in people's life. So um, uh, and the word is but b u t but. Okay. Now the interesting thing about this the word but is so powerful that even when you have a positive belief, the word but creates doubt and makes it a negative belief. That is, that is how powerful the word beauty but is. Now, I'll give you some common statements, Paul. And one of them is uh, a very random statement we hear from people. And that is, I want to get fit, but getting up in the morning is a challenge. If you think about this, see how the first part of the sentence was, I want to get fit, was very positive. But the moment the word but came, anything after the word but is a belief the person has. So after the word, but he said, getting up in the morning is a challenge. Now, that means he believes that he can't get up in the morning, which means uh, there is a negative emotion of uh, probably helplessness, no hope or whatever it is. And that, that emotion is going to give him a certain action. And that action is snoozing the alarm every morning. Right? So, uh, this is another word which really plays havoc in uh, people's life. Um, like, uh, for example, like uh, another way of looking this sentence, how do you fine-tune these sentences also? So you can change your belief by playing around with the sentences. So, uh, so for the same example, I would say, I have ignored my health enough, but now I'm going to get back into shape. Now, if you see how the same word, but created a positive belief for that person. That I have ignored my health enough, but now I'm going to get back into shape. So when you use the right words, Paul, it can change your belief. That is a way of working. It. It's like you can call it as reverse engineering or whatever. But you can use your words to reframe your beliefs and get the best out of it. And that... And, uh, um, sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Paul. And, and that brings in the whole thing around the uh, feelings, doesn't it? You know, well, if we go back and let's let, and let's say it is Gandhi's model of beliefs, thoughts, words, actions, results. Um, but that that the feelings are attached to our thoughts, and and isn't it true, Ravi, that you know this brings in also the question of awareness because this these are great insights. You know what I call in terms of mastering the game of life, which is a misnomer. Because, and here's a belief, listeners, here's a belief. I don't believe we ever actually master it. What a belief that is. And a, and a you know, yeah. conversation opener. But I think we get very, very close to getting some really big tools in life 
that are going to help us through because life's so transient. It's emerging with new challenges and opportunities all the time. So to get to a stage where we can say, and I, you know, I really don't want to be saying, I, I, I don't, you see, look at the language I'm using. I don't want yeah. to be saying, I'm taking ownership. But to say that, you know, to be in a position where I've mastered the game of life, I really kind of don't want to say that because what I'm doing then is shutting myself off to say, well, to new opportunities, because I think I've got it all sorted. I've got all the answers. Well, good luck on that one, because life is so vast and varied and ever emerging. So it brings in the whole thing around feelings as well, doesn't it? Because I think as humans, Ravi, we have these, you know, our thoughts, we are, you know, to, to whatever degree we learn to, you know, to control our emotions, we are feeling creatures as humans and we react to varying degrees, which then brings in ultimately the question of awareness. Because I think once we start to have a greater awareness around these tools that we're talking about now, then life becomes so much more fulfilling and enjoyable. So a bit of a mixed bag there. Ravi, any thoughts on any of that? Yeah, so uh, Paul, the one important thing we, whenever we spoke, we always discuss this. Feelings play a very important role, uh, like in informing your beliefs. Okay, so um, in fact, most of your beliefs are basically it's sort of memories which get stored in your mind. Like for example, um, uh, uh, like you know, we hear our parents telling us, "Don't talk to strangers," right? Now, if you see. Uh, we heard, kept hearing it uh, all through our life uh, as you as you were a child, right? Now they they probably they are not experienced anything bad in their life, but they heard that you know uh, when you talk to strangers, they might end up if they are not the right people, they might do something wrong to you or whatever, right? But the whole thing is here is the fear is about feeling that something might wrong, uh, something might go wrong with you. The feeling of fear, that somebody might hate you, you might get molested or something like that. So all your beliefs are ultimately collected to feelings. Right? The feelings do matter. Like, like you rightly said, feelings play a very important role when it comes to uh, your beliefs. And, uh, and that is the reason people are so emotional about their beliefs. Like I'll, I'll give you a classic example. I was meeting a client and uh, one of my colleagues was there with me. Uh, this was like four or five years back. And this client was a pure vegetarian. And he strongly believed that uh, having knowledge is a sin. Because there is a community in India which believes that you cannot have non-witch. And by mistake, my client was with, my colleague was there with me, sat in front of him and said, oh, you know what, yesterday I was I went to a beautiful party at my family get-together. We had lovely non-witch and we had this uh, beef and we had this and that. And I could see the expression on this, uh, the face of this guy. You won't believe what he did. He said after a couple of minutes, he said, you know what, actually I have something very urgent on a personal front. Can we cancel this meeting and meet some other time? And he canceled the meeting. Because what happened there was, he did not feel nice about what my colleague was telling him. Because he had a very strong belief that you just cannot have non-vegetarian. It's sin. And here somebody was sitting and talking, giving the whole lot, lot of what he ate yesterday and how he enjoyed it and relished it. But somehow it didn't go well with that guy. So belief is all about feelings. You know, I mean, how you feel about a certain belief is what matters. And that gives you action. Like in that case, 
the guy just abandoned the meeting and he said i don't want to discuss anymore i'll will i'll get back. and we of course met afterwards after a couple of weeks and then i apologized to him i said i'm really sorry that um, i realized afterwards that you are a pure vegetarian and i knew came to know from someone that you are a hardcore uh, believer of this and he was not ignorant about the fact and that is why we mentioned that so uh, in short uh, paul that's what you said is right to sum it up belief is directly connected to feelings uh, and that is why it is so powerful mm. so i want to ask you one last big question as we as we draw towards the close on this fascinating right. topic ravi but just park that thought for a moment and i want to invite you in at this stage to share your contact details if you will how people can reach out to you find out more about you that kind of thing yeah so uh, you can always connect with me on my cell phone uh, it's 0091982163494 or you could do plus 91 and 9821634949 and my email id is team at uh, therichminds.club you can always write to me and we can always have a nice chat and as ever listeners uh, ravi's details will be in the podcast episode show notes so ravi <laughs> the big question yeah. there and i right. always frame this with uh, particularly with first time guests and uh, and it's this so i want you to imagine we've just met in a hotel reception and we've had a great chat the way that you and i actually have had great chats off air and right. then we get into an elevator to go up to the you know the next level for a, for a meeting and as we get to the next level i'll go left and you go right or whatever the direction you are and you know hypothetically we'll never see each other again but that lift to go from the from the reception up to the first floor takes 30 seconds so in right. 30 seconds just before we get in the lift i say ravi what a great conversation my friend thank you so much you've shared so much and you know listen um after this lift goes to the next level and i go into my meeting and you go into your meeting i might not ever see you again so please by the time we can still talk for those 30 seconds in the lift leave me something that's real earth shattering legacy creating whatever that may be something to remember to remember you by ravi what would that be ravi in those 30 seconds for our listeners I would say uh, just uh, spread happiness because uh, I think uh, the best thing to do in life is nothing much. Uh, like whenever people ask me how are you, I say absolutely brilliant. So one day my partner asked me, Ravi, uh, we had a major problem today morning. We lost two clients, and why would you want to answer like that? i said i would i would uh, i like to answer like that because my answer is going to have an impact on his emotions and that will decide how his day is going to be so if i tell you in 30 seconds that i i had so many problems it is going to have an impact on your day so i have my day i will handle it okay that's my problem i'll handle it the way i have but if i can spread happiness to you in 30 seconds i'll do that so that you go out of the lift with that positive emotion and you deal with your day with that positive emotion absolutely and on that positive note listeners we draw things to a close by saying as we always do remember the world's changing how will you respond 
Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond? <laughs>